0: Father, I pray that you speak your word to us. Enlighten us in your word tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated on earth in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Tonight be free. Be free to receive God's word. But this month is capturing the month of aggressive action faith. Aggressive action faith. Aggressive action faith. Can we say it, everybody? Go. Oh, when you say it, you possess it. Every confession brings possession. Hallelujah. So say it aggressive action faith. Say it again. Say say it ten times, ten times, ten times. Yes, that's right. Keep on. Yes, Lord, keep on. Yes, keep it up. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. How many of you want aggressive action faith? You want aggressive action faith? Yes. I want an aggressive faith. Amen. Aggressive one. Making faith an aggressive thing. Hallelujah. Now, we're going to have a journey into the life of faith for a very long time. And um, from time to time, we have to visit the subject of faith. Because it's very important. Okay? Now, let me start with giving you a scripture in... First Timothy chapter four, verse four, five, thereabout. Hallelujah, amen. Okay, okay. For every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused, if it be received with thanksgiving. Every food you eat, thank God for it. Every food. Hallelujah. Thank God for watching. Thank God for fufu. Thank God for tea, bread, anything. Make sure Thanksgiving accompanies it. For it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. So you sanctify your food with prayer. Sometimes you are so hungry that you forget to pray. Straightforward in your stomach. Before you remember, hey, have you prayed? Then you sanctify the food in your stomach as well. Hallelujah. But... Learn to pray in everything by prayer and thanksgiving. Amen. If thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shall be a good minister of Jesus Christ. So there are good ministers of Jesus Christ. Good ministers of Jesus You must know them. Who are good ministers of Jesus Christ. Nourish up in the words of faith every good minister of of Jesus Christ is a man or woman of God nourished in the words of faith. Hallelujah. A measure of a good minister is somebody who is nourished. You mean? Nourishing is a word used in dieting. In dieting, okay? Eating good food. Okay, so every minister of God who is good has eaten words of faith. He has eaten. He's nourished. He's healthy. In the faith arena, he's healthy. Are you with me, church? Oh, flow. Are you here with me? Open up your heart and receive. God will bless. Amen. Every minister of God, who is a very good minister, Bible is saying that it is he is a man or woman who is nourished up in the wells of faith. There are wells of faith, and every good minister must be nourished. Eat proper food in faith. All of us here, please be ready. Eat faith tonight. This whole month, you must eat faith. The words of faith, eat it into your, into your stomach. Hallelujah. Eat it. Okay, so every good minister of Jesus Christ is nourished up in the words of faith and of good doctrine. Whereunto thou hast attained. Hallelujah. So, we want to be nourished up in the words of faith. Amen. Want God to feed us with the diet of faith. Faith diet. Come on, say faith diet. Okay, so be ready to eat proper food. Now, aggressive faith is important. Now, James 2, verse 26. There's a scripture there about faith. And we're going to have a long way to go. James two twenty six. James 2, 26 and it says that for us the body without the spirit is dead. So, faith without works is dead also. So, the spirit without the body, the body without the spirit is dead. We know what death means. When your spirit departs your body, the body is counted as dead. Because the spirit is departed. A dead body is a lifeless body, no life. So it will, be, it will grow worms and it will stink. Now it's saying that's a comparison, right? If you don't, if you have faith, okay, and there's no work to accompany the faith, you and the dead body are one. Now the word works there is action. Faith without works, action is dead. It means every genuine faith must be accompanied by relevant action. You must act your faith, otherwise it's dead. If you say you have faith like a master seed that can move mountains, show me your faith. It must be seen in your action. So believers, if you say you are faith, well, what proves that you are faith? Your action proves that you are faith. So, every time we mention the word faith, the next thing you must see is what? Action. Action. They must say action. Now, not just action, but aggressive action. Matthew 11, 12. The book of Matthew 11, 12 says that, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence. The kingdom of heaven suffered violence. And the violent take it. Not just you take it. You take it by force. It takes force to take it. And it's very interesting. Jesus said, "We pray our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come. And Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven." This thing happens by aggressive violence. God's will to come on the earth will take violent faith. He wants. I'm mean, in heaven. There's healing there. I mean, there's no sickness there. Good health. Expressions of kingdom are righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. These things are enforced by violence. A life of peace, of blessing, of joy, they are enforced by violence. Because the language of God's kingdom on earth, once you are here, it will take violence to appropriate heaven's will in our lives. You need to engage violence to appropriate. It means that to bring to pass, to fulfill God's will on the earth, it is violence. Violent faith. So it will not come on silver platter. You have to work at it. Every aggressive faith is Responsibility, it's not only God who does things. If you live it for only God, it is called irresponsible faith. Every faith that works engages the human beings believing in God. It's a dual affair. You and God are at work. So don't be irresponsible. You must also engage. Every faith that works involves the worker. You have to engage personally. So I'll give you two scriptures. That faith without action is dead. What gives relevance your faith is your action. What makes faith active is action. What makes faith workable is work. Work out your own salvation with fear. You work it out. Faith is work. Faith is not docile. Faith is not something you wish for. It's something you work at. Praise the Lord. Now be ready to hear some things. Powerful bullets. Powerful captions. And I'm sure that as you keep listening, um, um, God working something. Because God's word is spirit. As I speak right now, it's working your heart right now. It's breaking bondages. Is breaking, is carrying some hindrances in your life. Amen. Now, if faith is so powerful that we need faith to work things out in the world, then it's very important to know what faith is. Okay? So, I'll give you a few points about the importance of faith. These are foundational. Very fast. In 10 minutes, I should finish this one. Okay? But we move on. Why is faith so important? Number one. It is the life wire of every believer. Faith is a life wire of every believer. It's your life. Romans 1, 16 and 17. I'll give you four scriptures to prove that. Romans 1, 16, And it says that, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation... To everyone that believeth. So, the gospel, God's word is the power of God to salvation if you believe. Faith is what makes salvation relevant. Without faith, nobody can be saved. It's the power of God. The gospel is the power of God. The gospel becomes active in our lives when we believe in the gospel. Hallelujah. And it says, the next one says that, for Therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. So, we have one level of faith to another, to another, to another, to another. All of us are here tonight. Not all of us have the same faith. We have some who have more faith than others. So, it's the same word, okay, we hear. But the faith for the word to do things in our lives is different from one person to the other. From faith to faith. From one degree of faith to another. I pray that your faith will rise. Amen. Are you there? For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. From faith to faith. From one degree of faith to another degree of faith. There are degrees in faith. There are levels of faith. Every Christian begins with a certain level. Amen. Romans chapter 12, verse 3. It talks about the fact that all of us have what? Faith. When you believe in God, we have faith. Amen. The same measure of faith. It's a measure. Faith is in measures. It's in degrees. When you believe in God, God gives you a certain measure of faith. Hallelujah. So you are every believer has, has faith. You must build that faith up to the next level. Next level. Next levels. Next levels. That is your responsibility. Don't remain at the same level when you believed. You have to raise your faith level up. Hallelujah. Amen. So, what Bible is saying here is that the just shall live by faith. Amen. Amen. As it's written, the just shall live by faith. The just means the righteous. The born again. You want to live in this world of sin, of wickedness, you need faith. Faith is your life wire. That will make you live in this wicked world. Faith. So faith is important because the just shall live by faith. Hallelujah. Galatians 3 verse 11. Look at that one. And in that scripture. There are four major scriptures about this particular one. Four of them. And they are so important. Galatians 3 verse 11. So the screens are not working. So take your Bibles and your, your, your tablets Let's flow. Amen. Amen. Are we here? Okay. Galatians 3 verse 11. That no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It's evident. For the just shall live by faith. Second scripture. The just shall live by faith. And it's so important. Bible repeats itself. Holy Ghost decides to repeat the same thing again and again. To show that We need faith to live. To survive. We need faith to survive. This world is not fair. And don't think things will be fair to you. Oh, the world is not fair to me. See, my marriage, my business. Oh, you are complaining. Nothing will be fair. Satan will not be fair. He's called the God of this world. He won't be fair. We are told in 2 Corinthians 4, verse 3. Satan is called the God of this world. He won't be fair. He will attack your faith. You attack your marriage, your business, you attack your mind. He, will, he wants you down, he wants you dead. So don't think you always have things fair for you. You must survive. And your survival depends on your faith. The just shall live by faith. Praise the Lord. Then Hebrews 10, verse 38, the same thing is there. These are scriptures you must have it on your fingertips to show the importance. Of faith, Hebrews chapter 10:38. It says that now the just shall live by faith. Okay, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Now the just, now, not tomorrow, now. Faith is now. Now the just shall live by faith. Now, not tomorrow, not yesterday. Now, now the just shall live by faith. If any man draw back from faith. My soul shall have no pleasure. God withdraws his pleasure from you when you let your faith go. The moment you stop believing God, God starts withdrawing his faith. Amen. So, if you want God to be pleased with you, then make sure you are in faith. Every time. Every time. That just shall live by faith. That just shall live by faith. And if any man for one reason or the draws back, you bust life from faith, or you stop believing God for something, that's the end. God will draw, God stops doing some things in your life. See, God stops where you stop. That's how faith works. God stops where you stop. When you stop believing God, God stops applying. So don't stop it. Somebody say, saying, if you are going through hell go, go, go through hell that hell will end one day don't stop believing God quick, if you are in the world <laughs> Bible says in Job 14 Job 14 says that man that is born of woman is a few days and full of troubles 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 will come left and right business trouble, marriage trouble don't singles who are married are free. They too, they have their own troubles. The singles want to marry. The married want to single. <laughs> the singles want to marry. They're forcing their way, doing all kinds of stuff, and the married want to come out. <laughs> but it all boils down to faith—your faith to confront issues of life. Life will not favor anybody. This world in which Christ said that, look, you are of the world, but not you are in the world, but not of the world. Cheer up, because I have overcome the world. Amen. The prince of this world is, has come. There's nothing in me. There's a prince here. The prince of the power of the air is here. Woe to us, because the devil has come down with great wrath. Wrath. why because he knows his days are short. The book of Revelation chapter 12, verse um, 12 and verse 13. He has come, so the guy is angry with everybody, and don't think he will spare you, he will still fight you. If you are spiritual, be more spiritual. If you have money, pray more. If you don't have money, you have to pray more. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you are married, keep on praying. If you're not married, pray more. Seek God's face. I mean, seek see God's face and do more. Amen. Praise the Lord. The just shall live by faith. I love this. Anytime you would, you withdraw would your faith from the time, that that time, God stops being pleased with you. Amen. In fact, let me give you this scripture: Hebrews eleven, Hebrews eleven, verse six says that. Without faith is what impossible to please Him. So faith pleases God. Faith pleases God. God takes pleasure in your faith. Hello, are you here? God takes pleasure when you are believing. God is happy. So yeah, man, yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. My son, yeah, that's my son. That's my daughter. He's believing. When you believe God, God takes pleasure. If you start believing God something, God say yeah, that's that's my daughter. That's my son. And God is happy that you are believing Him for something. You stop believing God, God says, Oh, why did you do that, son? Oh, my daughter, why did you do that? Why did you stop believing me? Amen. Okay, last scripture again about the same thing Habakkuk chapter 4, chapter 2, verse 4. Habakkuk 2 4. Habakkuk 2 4. And it says that, Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just. shall live by his faith. This is Clara. Not my faith. Not apostles' faith, but your faith. Faith is more individualistic. It's more personal. So the just shall live by his own faith. So sister and brother, develop your own faith. Work out your own faith, your salvation. Work it out, personally. Praise the Lord. So one reason why faith is important is that your life on earth eh, depends on your faith. Now, you live by faith. When we say you live, we live by air. You can live, you know, um, you can stop eating, right, for 40 days and you won't die with water, right, okay. You won't die, you'll be fine. You can also decide that you would uh, stop drinking water for three days and you'll be fine. After three days, it's dangerous. You may die. But you see, air is something you cannot avoid. If you stop breathing for two minutes, you are dead. Now, the just shall live by faith or by air. So, anytime you stop going by faith, you die small death sets in small. Anytime you disbelieve, you die small. Every time, your faith becomes zero. You can't believe God anymore. Then you start complaining, you start murmuring, the faith is not working, God is against me, God doesn't like me, things are bad for me, you start, com- because you have stopped believing God. And death, see, when, when something is dying, when a fish is dying, it starts from the head. Small, 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 it starts smelling. By the time realize, the whole fish is smelling. So, Please, don't ever throw your faith away. Don't let circumstances force you to say, I want to stop believing in God. Don't. Circumstances will come, but hold on your faith. Troubles will come. Hold on your faith. When you stop believing, you start dying. Tell somebody, when you stop believing, you start dying. You die slowly. Kill me softly. You know that song? Yes, there was a song like that. Amen. Kill me softly. Killing me softly with this song. Telling my own life with this. Killing me softly. You know that song. In fact, when I was growing as a little boy, there was like a function in our, our house. I think it was like around Christmas time. And this my big brothers and the big area people, they had brought some nice speakers. And they were just they're playing some nice songs at some time. Sounds nice songs At some time they shifted to killing me softly. And I saw the, the men and the women hacking together. And so the movies and I saw that man, I know it very well. It says it was no his face had dropped. And see that the man was enjoying the softly. Killing me softly with his song. Chemistry was working, chemicals were working. It's called a smooching number, right? (laughs) It's got smooching number, we're smooching, hallelujah, amen, amen. That's interesting. Way back, way back years ago, hallelujah, amen. It's interesting, but I see, killing me softly means that you are dying softly when you lose your faith, you start dying. You start dying. What you believe God for? No, you don't see results. So, you, have, you stop believing God. And from that time going, you start dying. And when you do that, you stagnate your life. So, you are coming back to start, you will start afresh again. And that will prolong your years. Israel to 40 years. See, from from uh, where they ended at the Red Sea, to the promised land was eleven days. Eleven days journey. Eleven days. They took forty years. Eleven days journey that became forty years because they couldn't believe God. They lost their faith in God. So if you stop believing God, you delay your miracle. If you stop believing, you are believing God for marriage, for business, for some something, for something powerful, and you stop. You start dying slowly, In in that process. You delay the miracle instead of maybe you are yeah, believing God for some time and six more years or six more months or three more months or two more months for the thing to happen, they start backing away. You delay for the next one year, so you prolong the miracle. So never give up till the bones are dry, the bones are rotting. a phobia the bones are rotting. Amen. Don't give up. Look, hold on your faith. You don't see things happening. It's happening. Faith is spiritual. It's happening. Amen. One day, some, somebody, some kids went to Elisha for a miracle. They said, we want water to drink. We are thirsty. Do something. It's okay. You won't see wind. You won't see uh, nothing. Or you see water in the pool. 2nd Kings chapter 3 verse 15 is there. Check it out. You won't see any wind, no thunder, no lightning, no wind, but water shall be produced. Sometimes, when you believe about something, you won't see signs. You won't see the signs, but keep believing God. It's happening. No signs, no wonders around. But when it happens, you can't doubt it. When it happens, you can't doubt it. It will happen by all means. At once, suddenly you see it happen. Sudden miracle. Sudden miracle. When you plant a seed, you see it germinate immediately. No, it takes time. Some seeds take five years. There's a seed around China, it's a Chinese tree. You plant it right now, you won't see anything, but you have to keep watering. Every day you get up going water. Nothing, nothing. You keep watering. Keep watering. Because you don't know when. It takes five years for that seed to germinate. When it germinates, it takes a few months to grow very tall. There are all the other trees in the forest. but that tree, it takes time for it to grow. Five years before you see it coming up. <laughs> you see? So it doesn't mean what you believe God for. is not working. It's working. It is working. It is working. It is working. You are cooking something. It's working. Ah. Why you can't even cook it. Do you put some things in the soup and then on the stove and then it's finished? No, it takes time to cook rice. It takes time to cook uh, soup and stew. It takes more time to even cook um, uh, um, abeng koi, No, no, no granola soup. If it doesn't cook well, you you swagu run. You know it. So most of the things I will do they take time. So be patient. Be patient. And keep on praying. Keep on fasting. Keep on believing. Keep on coming to church. At the appointed time, suddenly it will show. The disciples went and waited for 10 days. They didn't know it was 10 days. Christ said, you go wait. Holy Ghost will come. One day, three, two days, nothing. Three days, nothing. They're still praying. They're waiting. On the 10 day, 10 days after Christ had gone out to heaven. Holy Ghost came down. Suddenly, a mighty rushing wind. So, if you are praying for something, keep on praying. For revival, keep on praying. Anointing, keep on praying. One day, a shocker will happen. A shocker. Come with me, a shocker. A shocker. Yeah. Isaiah 66, verse uh, um, 7, verse 8, is a nation born at once. He's not don't travail, he, she gave birth to children. So, traveling takes time, keep on traveling, keep on laboring until you birth. The birth of anything demands travail, it demands work, labor. Every woman who wants to give birth, I tell you, they see nine months, the last nine months you begin traveling, contractions, contractions start and it doesn't stop until it reaches its maximum. And the doctors know when it gets there. The pain will be there, but the baby will not come. Until after some time, when it's, uh, it has reached its maximum, they'll be forced. Please, whatever you are believing, God hold your faith. Don't give up. The just shall live by faith. Number two reason why faith is important is that it is a law. God made our faith a law. I mean, a law is a law. If you break it, <laughs> it will go against you. You penalize for that. Romans 3.27. Romans 3.27. Romans 3. Why is boasting then? It's excluded. By what law? Of works. Nay, but by the law of faith. So, faith is a law. Come on, it. I mean, faith is a law. Say it again. Faith is a law. If you break a law, you are penalized for that. Punishment comes by breaking the law. So, if you want to know how faith functions, faith is a law. The law of the spirit. You don't have to forget about that one. It's a law. That is why faith is so important. It's a principle. It's a law. Don't break it. When you break it, you are in trouble. It's a law. Hallelujah. Very fast. Number three. Faith is a must. It's a must. That means that it's inevitable. Hey, you can jump and go do all kinds of stuff. Without faith, (laughs) nothing will happen. Amen? Okay. Hebrews 11.6 Faith is a must. Just like the law. It's a must. Must by force. Amen? Hebrews 11.6 But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must what? Oh, must what? Must what? So if you don't believe, you are out. God can't do anything about it. If you can't believe, you are finished. You are out. So your faith is important. It's a must. It's just like born again. Don't pray. Don't pray. Verse 3. Don't read three. Look at that shortly. It's like born again. It's a must. Amen. Okay, go to verse, verse 5. Jesus answered most I said to you, unless one is born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. You can't. Born again is a must. It's a must. It's a must. You cannot not enter heaven. You can be religious. Pray religious prayers. Going to church. If you're not born again, you won't go. Give me verse 3. Verse 3. Give me King James. King James verse 3. Verse 3. Okay. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom. Born again gives you vision for the kingdom. People want to understand God. You understand God till you are born again. Kingdom issues are spiritual. Unless you are born again, you won't see, you understand them vision, revelation of our kingdom comes with born again first. So, born again is a must. You can never do anything. Give me verse 7. Verse 7. Verse 7. Everybody go. Marvel not that I said unto thee what? Ye must be born. Ye must. Ye must. Born again is a must. You can attend churches. You can jump from church to church. Eh? If you are not born again, you won't go to heaven. You won't enter the kingdom. Born again, get born again. You can be a nice chorister, nice voice. If you are not born again, you won't enter. You can drink holy water. You can drink um olive oil. You can drink plenty of things. If you are not born again, you won't enter. Amen. So, just like Born is a must. Faith is a must. You can't dodge faith, you can't go around faith. You must believe God. Believers, please let's work on our faith. Some people want anything to happen. They want some going tea fetish. I'm going to see this, see this fetish. I'm going to see another prophet and prophetesses. And they are going everywhere except their faith. Except their faith. It's wrong, if you don't believe it, nothing will happen. Even the prophets will can't help you. Amen. They want to go everywhere for solution. Because they are desperate for a miracle. Desperation for business breakthrough. Desperation for something. Something desperate. People are desperate. They can eat anything. They can eat frog. Say if you eat frog. And add the tail of snake to it. Hmm? Okay. And then you are able to. Get the head of a lizard, and fry it together, and add anointing oil to it, to create a very to, to help you to get what you want in life. Well, what's all this? It's fetish. So, if you don't believe God, nothing will happen. Don't go anywhere. Be, develop your own faith. Build your own faith. It's a must. Let me get the last reading my four. It's a sinful life without faith. Faith, a life without faith is sinful. It's a sinful life without faith. Faith outside our life is sinful. Romans 14 23. If you don't go by faith, you are in sin. In other words, I'm laying the foundation for next week and Sunday. Please, understand. Without faith, you are sinning. You are a sinner. Amen? Let's not read. Everybody go. He doubt that doubted that is damned if he eats. Because he eateth not of faith. For so whatsoever is not of faith is what? sin. sin whatever is not of faith is sin. Whatever is not of faith is sin. You must eat by faith. Hello? Are you hearing me? Yeah. Eat by faith. When we go on missions, we eat by faith. A missionary goes to a place and you don't know what to eat. Eat a the food there. By faith. Hallelujah. Eat by faith. Don't ask questions. Eat by faith. Bless and eat. I mean, somebody I live with, a father, told me something. He was in the north and was transferred there. And they prepared some nice meal. The fish was good. It wasn't fish, it was meat. Oh, nice. Then after is eating and he enjoyed the meal, washed his mouth and cleaned his mouth, he Oh, this the food is very nice. Oh, the meat is very nice. But yeah, so what kind of meat do you have here in this place? Now, well, this meat was uh, a snake. Oh, <laughs> he vomited on the food. Snake, snake, it's a snake, snake. He vomited it out. It's a mind whatever is not of faith, if you are going to do something, please make sure faith is part of it. Whatever is not of faith is sin. When you sin, you confess your sin. So, a faithless life is a sinful life. A faithless life is a sinful life. A faithless life is a sinful life. You are going to preach, believe God to deliver. You are going to do a business, believe God for success. You are going to Minister, in the way. do something, believe God for it. Put faith inside, whatever is not of faith is sin. Hallelujah, Amen. Now, so look at this um, scripture again Hebrews 11. So, the next point is that there are active ingredients of faith. I will start tonight and I'll continue another time. What does faith comprise of? The active ingredients of faith. Because if you buy medicine, there are active ingredients in every medicine. Okay, yeah. One day somebody gave me a medicine. Some herbal um, concussion um, certified is good from Ghana. It's nice, and um, I took one. Tablespoon and I I slept very well that night. That's a long time ago. So I said, "Ah, let me look at this active ingredients in this in this concussion. When I check the active ingredients, no, no, I have it in my house. I had it there. The active one was lipia, and it was mixed up with some things. Only one. But the active one was lipia. So I have mm, had lipia herbs in my house. Wow, I never knew. Every medicine you take has active things that make them work in your body to make you become healthy. So there are active ingredients in faith, active ones. It will start today. Hallelujah. To have aggressive faith in Hebrews 11, verse 13 to 14. Hebrews eleven thirteen. 13. all died in faith. That is the forefathers. Forefathers. Amen. We can look at them, the forefathers. Okay. Not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off. Amen. We're assured of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Now I'll come back to this one. These all died in faith. Give me verse 33. Who are those who died in faith? They kept believing God. Who through faith subdued kingdoms. Please, let's start from 31, 31, 31. 31, 31 will help us. By faith, the high Lord Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe. Okay, faith is here. When she had received the spies with, with peace, 32. And what more shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah. Also of David and Samuel. And the prophets. These all died in faith. They believed God. Amen. Amen. So, we talked talking about their forefathers, the prophets, the prophets, the, the judges, the kings. How do they live their lives? Go back to verse 13 again. What are the ingredients they imbibed that made them do exploits in their lives. Okay, this all died in faith, not having seen, received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and the line seen them afar off. The first ingredient over here is vision. 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 So all the poor fathers, the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the, the prophets, they all believed God, and what began, Was their vision? Their vision. Hallelujah. Amen. So, let's start the whole thing. If you want to go by faith, let's start with what you see. What you see is very important. Hmm. Okay, let me give you one scripture um, to make it very fast for us. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 15, verse 5 to 6. God promised Abraham that he would Give birth to a child. It was, it was barren. Give birth to a child with Sarah. And how did that happen? From verse one, Hebrews fifteen, verse one. Vision is an active ingredient. Look at that. Genesis fifteen, verse one. Sorry, fifteen, verse one. Hallelujah. Okay. Amen. After these things, then when the Lord came to Abraham in the vision, in what? The word can come in the vision. You can see the word in the vision. Now, pause here. We hear the word, but we can see the word too. Isaiah 2 verse 1. Isaiah 2 1. We'll come back to this place. And I'm believing God. All of us say we see the word. We see the word. Okay, everybody go. The word that Isaiah, the son of Amos. What? Huh? Saw concerning what Judah and Jerusalem. He saw. He saw the word. Ah, We don't see word. We hear word. There's a vision part of the word which is what we need. Faith comes by hearing and seeing. I mean, faith comes by hearing and hearing. The first hearing is the ear. Second one is what? The sight. Until you see the word. You won't see its manifestation. So, Isaiah saw the word. And Abraham also saw the word. Go back to where we came from, go back, go back. After these things, the word the Lord came to Abraham in a vision, amen. But Abraham said, Lord God, what will you give me? Now, it was, it was having a chat with God. See, I go childless, Child, I see childlessness. What will you give me? You promised me that. My descendants will be great on earth. I'll get the child. What will you give me? Where's the child? Of all the promises you made, now, what have you done, God? And some of you ask the same question. My bompire, Amen. My bompire, MBA, the same thing. My M, bompire, B, A, A, MBA. Now you have grown to the NBA level. (laughs) Masters. Masters in my... I pray down, God, you are wasting my time. Let me find another way out to do business, to marry. Some things like that. Another way out. And then, he was said, Lord, I'm seeing childlessness. My eyes are open. I'm not blind. I'm seeing it. It's it's life. God, And the heir of my house is Eliza of Damascus, the servant. Then look at verse 3. Then Abraham said, look. Look, verse 3. Are we there? Is it verse 3? Okay, verse 4. Verse 4. Let's go verse 4. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him say, please, follow God's word. Follow God's word. It keeps coming and coming. Some don't respect the word value God's way, saying, "This one shall not be your heir, but what who come from your own body shall be your heir." God emphasizes the promise: "What I said, I will do. I will do." From your own body, verse five. Then he brought him outside. God brought Abram outside and said, and that we don't see what God is saying, so God brings it to the physical. Sometimes physical things we teach spiritual things." Yeah. Who don't see the spiritual. And God said, okay, don't worry. It's too high for you. It's a mundane thing. So let me bring you to your realm. So God brought him outside. I'm sure they were in the tent. They were chatting the devil say, so said, look, leave the tent, the tent vision. Come out. Come out. And God said, look now toward heaven, the sky. And sure he looked up and count the stars if you are able to number them. And he said to him, So shall your descendants be? Why did God allow Abraham to come outside from the tent? The tent was limiting his vision. He couldn't see so God said, Go out into the tent and look beyond unlimited resources over there. Look at the sky, count the stars now. And I'm sure he started counting. One, two, three, four. And they couldn't count them. And God said, When you see the stars in heaven get it in your mind that that's how your descendants will be. Anytime you see the stars, remember, that's how the descendants will be. Now, what was the purpose? God wanted Abraham to capture his descendants in a pictorial form in his mind. So, I think that what God did here was that God changed his self-image. He changed his, his imaging, his His imagination. The things that he had in his mind that he is childless. You are childless. Nothing will happen. God change it. So let me tell you something, please. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly and above all that we ask or think. Your thinking is what captures your imagination. The pictures you want to implement in your life. They come to your mind, your imagination. And let me tell you, your greatest enemy is your imagination. Okay, let me see something else. Your greatest limitation happens in your mind. What limits you is not Satan. It's not your aunties, it's not the witches. They are nothing. Your greatest obstacle is in your mind. The boundary of your achievement is in the mind. The frontiers are in the mind. So God decided to change Abraham's mentality, his mindset. That, look, I'm saying that, look, your descendants will be like the stars. So see the stars and capture it in your mind. Now, let me tell you something. If you can capture your future in your mind, you can believe God for it. You don't believe God in a vacuum, you believe God for something. Set words for something. So, Change your mind. He's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, and above all that we ask, you pray, and think, you imagine. So when you are praying, you are imagining. What is your imagination? You don't just pray, you must imagine. Imagine what you want from God. Create the picture. Make it clear in your mind. Are you with me? Now, so vision is an active ingredient of faith. Very active and it's a first. Change your personal image about yourself. You are no more childless. You are no more poor. You are a rich person. See it in your mind. Change the mentality, your mindset that you are poor. You are nobody. You are no pro. You are a sankwas. Change it! God couldn't do anything that would change the man's mind. God was a big God, but God changed his mind. If God comes to us today, the first thing he will do is change our mindset. Yeah, if your mind doesn't think far, you cannot go above what you think. You cannot achieve more than you think. Please understand that. So, change your mindset. Africa, change our mind. We can make it. Stop seeing yourself as a poor and change that mentality. God said, if you see the stars, that is how you be. So keep on seeing. Keep on imagining. Keep on imagining. Now look at 13, verse 14 coming. 13, 14 of Genesis. Please change your mindset. It's a great obstacle. Change your mindset. The barriers in your mind. Change your mindset. Change what you think. And the Lord said to Abraham, after the Lord had separated from him, Lift your eyes now, lift your eyes now, and cut something, and look from the place where you are northward, southward, eastward, and westward. That means the four corners of the earth. Complete, complete. Four corners of the earth. All you see, verse 15. For all the land which you see, I give to you. And your descendants forever. So, God will give you as far as you can see. Your imagination. Somebody, I saw something on on the net recently. And somebody began to work on a car that can fly. Yeah. The person comes from, I think, Slovenia. Slovenia. And he said he began working on this I think 20, 20, 25 years ago. Yes, he imagined a car that can fly. And today, he has done it. You drive the car from your home to the airport. When you get to the airport, you open the flanks, you open it up, the wings, and it flies. Imagination. Imagination. The greatest enemy of man is our mind. You. I'm telling you, if today you change who you are, things will happen. The spirit of retrogression starts from the mind. I can't make it. I see myself as, as somebody who came from nowhere. I don't have parents. I don't have anybody to help me. In Ghana, we don't have anybody. We'll keep borrowing, borrowing. Ghana must change our mindset for in our borrowing. Our leaders must come and say, look, now, let's stop borrowing from other places. Let's Stop borrowing, let's cut off for some time. We can make it look. When this COVID 19 started, we were importing um, this from us. Later, no, later, what happened? Ghanaians began to produce sanitizers. Later, they produced what the mask, the, the face mask in different colors and shades huh? blue ones, yellow one to match your dress. Ghanaians did it, so the ingenuity is there. We can do it, but our leaders must. To a place to make us think that we can make it, we can do all things. Ah, when I see cantanker cars, I said, This man, let's support him, let's have let's close our economy small. Ah, I saw so some way everything's come to Ghana, huh? Pants, use pants, use singlets. all coming. Why, why can't you block them? Look, a time has come when. I want the president in Ghana who come for the first time. Now we in the world, we are cut off. All imports. 10% imports. Exports 90%. If you come to God to make business, employ our people. 90% Ghanaians. I want the president who can do that. Because we can make it, we can. The people are here. I read about a mathematician in Ghana, Professor Aloti. He was taken to the, the US. Where was it? NASA. He was in NASA. as a, An inventor. NASA. Those who go to space. He was part of them. Who had to do some things. From Ghana. The mentality must change. Our mindset must change. Now, let's read this one. So, God said, all you see will, give, will be given to you. The last scripture, let's go back and we'll close. Oh, goodness and mercy. Let's go back and close. Genesis chapter um, 15. Let's finish the reading. Let's we continue. That he brought him outside and said, Look now toward heaven. A countless stars. If you are able to number them. And he said, So shall your descendants be. The six. Everybody, go. And what? And what? When did he believe? When did he, did he believe? When? What did Abraham believe? When he captured the vision in his mind, then he believed. So, you believe in what you think. The picture, the imagination you create, is where you direct your faith. Tonight, I don't know who has a problem. But, don't pray Problems. Oh Lord, you don't know, Lord, you know that I don't have a husband, I don't have a wife, I don't have a car, I don't have a, a job, I don't have an employment, I don't have a, a building. I don't have. A, uh, don't pray problems, pray solution. Pray what? So, how do you pray the solution? You imagine it. Sign your feet. Stand your, imagine it. Imagine the solution. Imagine it. Abraham believed after he had seen the picture. What picture do you see? Little to answer. Say Lord, help me. Say help me, Lord, help me. Look, I'm pray, pray. Picture something and pray. Picture it. Pray, pray, pray about it. Don't pray problems. Pray solutions. Pray the imagination. Pray the picture. What do you see in your mind? Zurian Zikataka Paria. Santara. Sakapa. Keep on pray. Pray what you see. What do you see in your mind? If you want healing, see healing. See healing. You want prosperity. See prosperity. I want to see churches planted. I see churches planted everywhere. 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 I want church growth. I see church growing. I see church growing. I see church growing. I see church growing. growing. Capture it. Capture it. Capture it. Capture it. it. Vision is so crucial for faith to function. Vision is so crucial For faith to be effective Vision is so crucial Imagination is so important For faith to function Yes Lord, see the healing See the healing See the healing What you see, as as far as you see God says I give it to you As far as you see North, South, East and West As far as you see God says get it Masuta, Palushaka bring the communion. Keep on praying. Don't pray problems. Pray solutions. Pray the picture. Capture the picture and pray it see healing see the healing I see church growing again oh I see church growing again we are bouncing back and doing more, more souls are coming to church I see more churches planted yes Lord, across the length and breadth of Accra of the whole Ghana, West Africa, and the whole world. I see in my spiritual eyes. I see my mind. I capture the picture of my mind. I see a big church. I see souls flocking to church. I see a big church, I see souls coming, I see souls coming, I can see healing, I can see blessings in a church, members are blessed, I see members blessed, I see marriages, I see businesses, I see weddings, I see babies, I see babies, I see more blessings, I see more blessings. In the name of Jesus Father we thank you We see healing tonight We see healing tonight As you partake the communion We see healing tonight I see every heart healed Liver healed Kidney healed Bone problems healed i see spinal problems healed i see eye problems healed i see brain problems brain tumors dissolved. i see healing i see healing in the house i see healing in the house i see salvation i see salvation i see deliverance from demonic forces deliverance from powers of darkness, deliverance of human spirits. I see people getting healed, delivered from every ch- shackle of Satan. I see it happening in the name of Jesus. We bless the communion in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope God has ministered to you and you've been touched by the word which was brought to you by Reverend George Ayiku, Senior Pastor of Love Community Chapel. You can locate Love Community Chapel at Bubu Ashi, Ogle Road and adjacent to the AMA Sub-Office. You can join us for any of our three services. First service, 6.30am in English, second service, 8am in English and third service, 10am in English with tree translation. For more information, please call 0302-231017 or visit www.lovecommunitychapel.org You can also visit Love Community Chapel on Facebook.